podcast either. But let's just start from the very beginning <laughs> right here. So what's up, yo? Ear, ear. Hmm. It's Friday. It's Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. This is whose podcast is this? This is whose podcast is this? Whose podcast is this? Whose podcast is this? I don't know, but before we even get into um what it is, I just hope everyone had a wonderful day today. God bless. For real. Hope your week was whoop, good. Whoop. I hate the fact that they call it the weekend. What's so weak about it? Anyway. Right. They should, right. We did get into that. As we won't, we won't get into it too. I boom, deep. boom. What's your name? Spit that. So my name is Miss Hargrove. Boom, boom. And um, I'm here with um, my people's Darlene. Darlene in the building. Here. I guess you could say her name for herself. <laughs> and then we have our awesome, special, young Talented, handsome. Talented, handsome young man. If you like man. felines, he looks like a cat. Well, whoa, rare. Meow. Deshaun in the building. I am a cat fan. Ooh, cat. I love cats. Men and cats. <laughs> no, you know the other cats. man that I know that owns a cat? Who? So shout out to my boy, Tony. Tony, um... Which Tony? I know Tony? The Tony, 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 Tony? No, you no. didn't You didn't meet Tony because you, actually you didn't come to my birthday Tony. party at the bowling oh, alley. Oh, wow, you, you missed that. Tony then. It was shout out to Tony. Popping. Shout out to... That's not Tony that goes here. That's nah. not Tony. Nah, 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 I nah, just nah. said you wasn't at my birthday party. You're gonna right. ask me. You told me it's a different Tony. Tony. That we just established that it's a different Tony. Well, sometimes man. I have to ask to make it. They to keep clear. up, keep up. They but, but for real though, shout out to Tony. Shout out to um Super IP crew. Shout out to um you know all the lovelies. Everyone came up to the birthday party. You know what I'm saying? I'm That's Christ- a fact. I'm a Christmas baby. That was a beautiful day. Thank you. Beautifully there. It was beautifully well spent. So day shine. Yo yo. Talk to us, brother man. Who Talk are you? to Tell us who you, are. Who you we, are. Before we even get into it, let's just say, like tell them where the people can find you. So if they're listening and they want to go see who, who's so talking right now, they can do that. If you want to find me, you can follow me on Instagram, uh, balance with day. So balance dot with dot day. Oh, whoa! Um, you can find me on Instagram. Not the most active social media person. Um, it's best to, you know, if you DM me and I think you're cool and we could link up, it's best to hit him on like, a uh, DM. You could, uh, we can, we can, uh, you know, link up in person. I, I feel like I'm, I'm better in real life. Um, Deshaun likes DMs though. <laughs> he likes the slides. <laughs> he likes showing the slide in the DMs. Um, he's balanced, but he likes it differently balanced. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so a little bit more about myself. Yeah, tell us um, about what your hobbies are. What so you been getting into, Deshaun? I'm uh, 23 years young, from East oh. Harlem. Some of my hobbies, one of my main hobbies in general, is um, is movement. And I know that like movement is a very broad topic, but I feel like I I find mm, I'm gonna just. I find myself through movement. I find deeper parts of myself through um, through movement in the way that I express myself. So sometimes it comes in a form of dance. Um, well, most of the times it comes in the form of dance. Um, so uh, some of my hobbies are like going into my room or going into a quiet space um, until the summertime. When it's nice out, then I'll be in the park. But um, you know- They sound like long walks on the beach. I do. I do enjoy <laughs> with a tall glass. What? Yeah. No. What a joint. I don't drink. So with some weed. Um, oh. Beach. Shout out to medicinal. 
Yeah, Just shout kidding. out to the medicinal marijuana and fuck those who are not legalizing it. But anyways, that's besides the point. Um, so some of my hobbies include uh, movement. I enjoy. I'm low key like a little a little nerd. So like I enjoy researching things. I enjoy looking up things. And most- this became a date podcast. <laughs> Date me now, podcast. <laughs> Just kidding. I, I sound like I'm putting myself out there. It's like beautiful. I love it. Well, I mean, the topic today is about sex, so I feel like you're setting the mood with just Ooh. the whole little fake Chuck, you know, Willery. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love it. I was just, I was just. Vibing so with for it. those that. I mean, we got Google now, so generational-wise, yeah. if I just dated myself, I did, but you could check Google for you little ones. Yeah. Google Chuck Willery and, mm. and, and Love Connection. Deshaun out here trying to put himself out there. I appreciate that. Look ahead, D. That's fine. Um, so, yeah, like, when it comes to that, um, my main hobby is movement, and through movement, um, another one of my hobbies is... Um, I like I like deep conversations. I like talking to people. I like, you know, processing things deeply. I don't like superficial relationships or superficial conversations. Um We don't either. Yeah, that's, that's why we on this podcast. I think that's great. Um No superficials, baby. We gonna talk, we're gonna talk. It's not we <laughs> no superficials, baby. Yeah, so um that's that's one of my hobbies too, like um surround myself with deep thinkers and like process shit. Um I enjoy I enjoy talking about sex. I think that's one of the things that is a very beautiful aspect of life. Um, mm-hmm. And um, being that I, you know, I'm healing from my own personal traumas um, when it comes to sex. I think that is. I think sex has the polarity of um, it can be very healing on one end, like very healing and like very like spiritually elevating and on the other end it could be like one of the most detrimental um things that can occur and um sometimes we just float in between those two states so um a lot of my research and things is related to movement uh sex sexuality um sensuality massage um and essentially like longevity you know i do i do a lot of research on like breathing techniques and um ways that you know i mean i know i'm gonna die but like you know how could i make uh uh, live this life long lasting yeah as long lasting Mm. and and vital as i as i could be so i'll do through through movement you're saying whether that be like dance like a poke Picar or dancing Mm -hmm. or yoga so i find that what i've learned about myself Yes, because sex is a movement. Sex is a movement. Sex is a dance, you know? It really is. It is. is. Some people don't have rhythm, though, but go ahead. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Ha! They're not in tune with themselves. Yeah. um, That's why I laugh at people that say they don't like dancing. Or, I find find it very interesting. But anyway, so... Says a lot about you in the bedroom. Movement and dance is like... Movement. You be out here moving all stiffy. You gonna be that stiff? Yeah, no, want like, no stiff. No sorry, one, Yeah, I w- like it. It will. It will. It will be terrible to sorry, like. Sorry. I mean, I'm sure you know when I was younger and I, you know I didn't grow up playing sports. I'm sure my hips were stiff, and if I was fucking back then, it would probably be very like, <laughs> like just you know, very uh, stiff. 
there would be no motion to it. Um, Knowing you as a mover, it sounds so funny to to actually think you think of you as like a stiff as a stiff person. chubby lethargic. Um, lethargic. Very lethargic. not lethargic. So let's talk about that for a little bit. Like um, you, you said, there are two different spectrums to people's approach to sex, and mm-hmm. I do believe that as well. And a lot of it, as we know, starts with sex history. Yeah. And I mean, most recently in the news is you know is R. Kelly, um, yeah. who's been in the news forever, who's been a creep forever. But one thing that people forget about is um, you know the backstory of R. Kelly. He was touched by his sister and by some other random man. So. At the end of the day, not to say that everybody who is sexually assaulted as a child grows up to um, touch people themselves, but in his case, he did. And mm-hmm. then money and fame just allowed it to, to grow crazier. And then, of course, MJ, which, you know, I'm not going to um, get into either one of them too tough. With MJ, I think it's hard for people to fathom that he could because as the master manipulator that he is in general, um, you know, he talks so soft and he moonwalks and <laughs> he, has, he, talks soft he has monkeys walks. I love that you know but I mean I love the, it and, and it's cool people have um, when you when you try to bang on the core belief of something it rattles people mm-hmm. so of course you know by the time this airs everyone would have already read all the comments on IG about all the posts mm-hmm. shout out to the blogs that I follow at the end of the day um People don't have a, a good history. Some people don't have a good history. And even if they weren't touched, it doesn't necessarily mean that yeah, their that, parents were talking about sex yeah. either. There was someone healthy in the house that actually had the conversation because for some yeah. reason, adults get like weirdos when they have kids. And for, for me, like, so I was so, the only boy in my household. Yeah. Youngest boy. So, um, you know, I wasn't raised with my dad. Um, shout out to him, though. He's a cool dude. Um, he's a thot. Shout out to great, that great shout to Dad Diana. Dadiana. Dadiana. Dadiana Deshaniana. So um Shout out to Dadiana so, for creating Deshaun. So in my household was your low key Dadiana was too. very taboo. Was it? Very taboo. It would come on, on TV, it would be like one of those things where like in my household we got like quiet about like it would come Ooh, on, on TV like or well, I remember when I was younger, like it got to a certain point. Ooh, they so, so what will happen? I I, re- I really remember, and now that I think about it, this is probably why, like, when I was younger, or I mean, it probably plays in because I'm not the type to sling my dick around, <laughs> and and part of that might might be because like. I don't know. Like Did you don't want to hit someone. That... <laughs> <laughs> we should call this. No, like I get two covers like, and flowers. Maybe maybe everyone gets a little nervous, but it's kind of like I think it's because <laughs> it was it was very it was very taboo when I grew up. So I remember like a sex scene would come on, we'd all be watching a movie, and like you know when you get that like that like nervous kind of feeling, like you like look around like. Everybody watching, like, is, are they looking if I'm looking? So sometimes I would, like, not look deliberately because I didn't want them to think that I was just, like, into the movie because they were saying, because I seen some tips. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. <laughs> What's the age gap between your sisters? Ooh, so. Between, you know, me, your so, sisters and, and you. So my middle sister is 26. Okay, my oldest one is 32. Okay. Um, not too bad. Yeah. So not much of an age difference. Yeah. But my mom told me about sex as the birds and the bees. 
And how is that? Because birds and bees don't fuck each other. But it how it, that it threw me off. Because I'm sure I honestly did. feel that she may have not have ever really how did spoke it go? about it. This this give yeah. So give, how it give went an idea was, of how this goes. So we went to the doctor, and this was around the time that like you know my testicles began to just you know drop a little bit more. Um, the so, bowels drop. Yeah. So <laughs> so the doctor was like, "Did you talk to him about sex?" You know what I'm saying? So I was like twelve, thirteen ish, and then. She was like, did you talk to him? He was like, did you talk to him about sex? And she was like, no. And he was like, all right, I'll give you a few minutes to, you know, so y'all can have a conversation. So she left. And then she was like, all right, so basically, you know, like, it's the birds and the bees. And I really, <laughs> She did not care she to did, explain this. Like, she didn't care to explain it. I don't know my mother's, like, sex history, um, which is something very interesting. I, I don't know, you mm. know. You might have to have that conversation after the show. I don't think she it, even be willing to... She's a Virgo. She's September 11th. Oh, word. I don't think she'll be even willing to, like... My mom is a very, like, private person. Like, she, she's... I don't know. She's very smart with how she moves. So, like, she will... That's most Virgos. She will, like... <laughs> so... You have to she, find your way. She knows what she needs to say, and she knows what she doesn't want to say. So, like, she, is, she can easily avoid a question... And sometimes she's very deliberate. So sometimes she'll avoid it knowingly and like completely switch the topic. You'll be like, Ma, you're switching the topic. And she'll, and like somehow, some way, she'll say some words that kind of just make you just like, All right, Mom, I know I'm not getting this out of you. So, like. So she literally was on some like, It's birds and the bees. And, and that's what? That's all I could remember. Like, she okay. never, she never told me about condoms. She never told me about. What happens when you have sex with someone? Mom, like, we either have mom on the show. I want to get to the bottom of why parents like mom don't like to share these things. I'm not sure. Like, I'll go into depth. She, I think she did tell me that like that's how I can get a girl pregnant. Um, but I think of course. that that's the first thing they say. I think that don't have sex, you gonna get somebody pregnant. I think that that's the only thing. She, she, I she never told me about any like emotional connection. She never told me like that you like almost like share. You start to really like share this person you know what i'm saying like she's never she never like went that deep into it so who did you um, get um knowledge about sex from and then and then i think one thing that maybe listeners don't understand is that like when you said um i don't can't remember if you mentioned it already or just because we know you we know this part but you know you were bullied mm-hmm. you know very young yeah and there was a reason for that though right so, so who ended up teaching about sex and the fact that you weren't necessarily the kid in school you feel maybe, you know, girls would be automatically attracted to. Mm-hmm. So. There's nothing crazy. He had to play. He's just a little chubby kid, you know, a yeah. too much Happy Meal. That's all. A little too much Happy Meal going to sleep after. That's, that's it. it. No running. That's literally it. I just didn't feel like going out and play with the So kids. he competing with the jocks in elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> and I was losing. I got <laughs> <laughs> and I was losing at so that point. How did you find um, your way? How did you? Um... It's a great question because the process of of finding that way is still in process as I'm learning. Because at this point in my life, I'm setting intentions to learn about sex and intimacy and apply it to my life because I'm aware that like there's terrible sex going on, you know, in yeah. in life. What do you think contributes to that? Um, lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, lack of knowledge of too self. much porn. Yeah, too much porn, fellas. You know, like it's no no. Like let's like oil porn. Let's do it together. I'm I'm with you. It's hard. It's 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 hard. Cause so 
actually, I was watching a TED talk on why porn is so addicting. And it's because what happens is that part of your brain, that dopamine part of your brain, once you watch it, it it starts to send out more hormones than you would if you were really having sex. And that's where we go into like erectile dysfunction and people's dicks not working because like, no, real shit, real shit. Because no, it's the truth. You either get beating, more... either beating it to death or you keep sticking it everywhere. Exactly. So people, <laughs> no, so real shit. Beating it to death. So calm down, people, fellas. Calm down. Get... All that, all that. Respect all yourself. That. Respect yourself. And, and I'm sure it happens yourself. to women too. Because this I'm is sure male empowerment. I'm sure there's women who uh, who uh, who watch a lot of porn and probably of course. who of course. probably can't either get their pussies wet or maybe they just like their vaginas. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Their vagina's wet, or maybe they just like are stuck with this idea that you know this man has to be like this in order for them to feel satisfied. So that's another porn thing too. But anyways, but go back to TED Talk. Though. So the TED Talk was talking about how shout out to TED. Yeah, I love TED Talks. That's another one of my Yo, hobbies. TED too. Talks is dope. That's by another the way. one of my hobbies. Like I watch TED Talks. Like, Get into I, it. I spend a lot of time in solitude. Besides yeah, us, that's the next people. You, that's the next person you gotta listen to. So, yeah. Yeah, in the TED Talk, the guy was talking about how he cured himself from erectile dysfunction, and he said that he had to go on a hundred and twenty day no porn fast, and he was saying that he did all his research, and he was just because he was so ashamed of erectile dysfunction. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't feel good when your dick don't work. Yeah. I know that firsthand. I'm sorry. It doesn't feel good when your penis don't work. I know that firsthand. It feels, it feels it feels incredible when that thing is working properly. When that thing. You know what I'm saying? And and, and it's working and it's flowing. But it feels like shit when your shit is not going up. Or they it's going half. different when you really feeling it. Or it's going <laughs> or it's going half up. Half <laughs> It's half staff like someone died. <laughs> like they mourning like this. There's a memorial. It's half staff. Yo, half, yo, and as a man, like it doesn't feel good to have a dick not getting hard, and it doesn't feel good to have a penis that is half hard. And and that's and that's all you got. That's, that's all you got. Like, so 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 porn is like anything in life. Everything's in moderation. Everything is in moderation. So I'm not saying. So if like, you if you came across porn, for anyone listening, if you came across it, you know you looked at it, but you know, don't make it your lifestyle. Yeah, you're like your sex life. So so yeah, and 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 that's the thing. So um, and I can just speak from experience because I feel that you know, that definitely played a role in in just a lot of my perception was porn. Um. So in the TED Talk, he was saying that, boom, 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 how our hormones get more released when we watch porn than when we have, like, real sex. Um, and that was very interesting because it's like, whoa, that's why, you know, like, I, I, I spoke to this one dude one time. He's a fighter. He's, a, like, um, like, a UFC fighter. And um, he's like, yo, um, he's, he's had sex with hundreds of women. He's like, yo, and he has a girlfriend. He's like, yo. I can't even fuck my girlfriend. Like, I like, I can't feel anything. Like, he has gone numb. Like, his dick get hard, but he he doesn't feel anything. Man, do you want that, guys? Guys, do y'all want that? And this is not from porn. This is just from overfucking. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. overfucking. So, you out here overfucking. So, right? How much stimulation do you need? Y'all be doing in the moderation. Holes. So, um, <laughs> slow down. Slow so, down. Yeah, drag yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's just very interesting. So, because I've had you know some experiences, some traumatic experiences. I've had my experience with porn and just my experience with just like you know self confidence issues and all those things. That was that has all fed into what I feel 
you know, driven and passionate by, um, you know, um, like sex and sensuality. And um, part of the reason why I'm in massage therapy school, like, I really enjoy making people feel good. Um, but let's, 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 we have to be really, we have to speak clearly about that because okay. massage has a bad has connotation. Has a bad connotation, yeah. Because there's a lot of I, creeps that and I might sound like, like, ooh, I, I just want to touch your booty, baby. <laughs> no, that's not Yeah, case, let's emphasize but, that. There is yeah. a difference between good touch and bad touch. Yeah. And in terms of you going into, so let's just, I, I'm, I'm jumping in to say this just because I'm just going to, I just want to make this clear for people listening. Um, mm-hmm. What Deshaun is really saying is that the history that he has with sex and then the profession of massage, that takes more work to be more conscious mm-hmm. on your intentions mm-hmm. because having to know the difference and not crossing lines with exactly. clients mm-hmm. um, and then not turning relationships into clients mm-hmm. or vice versa, um, which is just in general. That's just, and that's another topic, right? And mm-hmm. in, in going on in the... Um, in the news is just um, men not knowing how to separate with all the women in the world and yes you work long hours but with all the women in the world um, men of power um, abusing their power and weaponizing their penis in, in a way that's just unhealthy even for themselves let alone the bullshit that they're spewing on to maybe women who are too vulnerable you know mm-hmm. um, so yeah I just want to emphasize that yeah. when he means touch yeah. and he talks about massage he means the touch that heals, not the touch that feels. Yeah, not the, not the. Um, I'm just trying to touch you, lick you, and, and all that not other that. stuff. Um, we keep it professional. Um, so if it's for that, do, do not slide in the DMs. Yeah, don't slide in the DMs if for it's no, for that. For no. But I do acknowledge no. that, like, oh, when I, yeah, I don't <laughs> even think gonna... I should have put a butt there. No, um, no. I Go do acknowledge it. that. Um, I find myself very privileged and blessed to have come to massage therapy school and learned the art of touch um, and how that has played in my intimate relationships um, and how that has enhanced my intimate relationships because I've learned how to be, how to, I find myself very privileged and blessed to have come to massage therapy school and learned the art of touch um, and how that has played in my intimate relationships um and how that has enhanced my intimate relationships because I've learned how to be how to touch a woman um and not saying that I'm like a pro or master or anything there's so much to learn but based off of what I knew before which was nothing and what I know now it's like oh I think a lot of fellas need to need to learn this so I and when I was talking about research and it's like I'm doing research in all these things and I'm a yoga teacher by the way I'm doing research in all these things so then therefore soon I can teach people these techniques I can teach fellas okay like how do you how are you supposed to touch a woman how do you love a woman to the best of my ability um so um that is that is you know one of my intentions with my education is to is to teach um, men healthy touch teach men healthy touch yeah there's a lot of porn um, watching out there and and there's the thing like men and women both watch porn of course all of us at this uh, in this room have watched porn at some time or another um, the, the the reality of the matter is is that um, that is a lot of people's first education my you know and so the question is is um, you know 
maybe school should show porn <laughs> real quick. Real quick. Home videos. Home videos. I think, video Yo, I think that shit is so porn. real. Like, I think that would be Sex so weird in this country. Yeah. I think that would be so dope it. if, like, the teacher was show porn. Like, like, sex is like several t- like like at least two times a month. Like we have a, a porn day, you know Especially what I'm saying? Especially for and sex like, ed. And then this like, t- I, and then like this not is... not not shame it at all. Like if someone like so we couldn't call if it porn, someone gets it, it aroused, would be a part of sex education. Exactly. Yes. That right. sounds if like someone, sex ed. If someone gets aroused, like I mean, no, like they're not gonna raise a hand. Like, hey, ma'am, my penis is erect. Imagine now what. Um, it's more so like shout out to Big Mouth on Netflix. <laughs> Facts. More so, I think it's about like if they were to implement that in like sex ed classes, I think it would be about like releasing the shame because I think porn also has a negative stigma because like there are some porn stars who are very happy. Like let's acknowledge. That. Can we really say that though? No. Can I... we speak for them? Because there's a lot of drugs that are involved in porn, and it's not. All right, so let's just back I up know, one thing. I know of a porn star who. Based off of the way that he speaks, he's married. His wife is a porn star, and they go around the world teaching. Like they do, like fetish training. Oh, so it's different. Yeah. So okay. like they're porn stars. They're not. They're like, porn stars who use their porn as sex education. Exactly. Okay, so that's different. Exactly. I don't think the majority, but I think that was kind of a broad statement to say they're porn stars who are happy. I think that's okay, a little broad because I feel like most people are doing it for a means to an end. I see. And um. I mean, and then here's the funny part about just production in general. It's not shot all continuously as you're watching it. So, you know, I'm sure it's more work than it is pleasure mm-hmm. to be realistic. Yeah. Um, I don't really think there's any positives to porn, to be quite honest with you. The reason why I said introduce <laughs> it to school is because that's the age where most kids are watching it or yeah. get or somehow fumble upon it. Mm-hmm. And I think that if there was less shame put to the act of sex. Yeah, exactly. And then the the reasons why we should be having sex, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, cuz it's not just about pleasure, it's really about reproduction. That's the whole purpose of it. Just mm-hmm. people abuse it, right? Um and then have those open conversations in school about it is good. I don't think watching other people having sex Continuously or twice a month or whatever is 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 necessary. You don't need to do that. Everyone has an imagination. If you don't, then start reading books, because that's where imagination comes from. So at the end of the day, I just is like, if if at home no one's gonna really teach you and introduce it to you, then school should do a better job with educating, um, and speak on the differences between good touch and bad touch, mm-hmm. and with healthy sexes versus what prostitution is, yeah, versus what porn is, because mm-hmm. um, I don't think any of those people are as happy as they would like us to think. Okay. And that's only because there's three movies called Life After Porn on Netflix where you, you, you see people struggling to get their... You can't use your vagina for so long, right? You can't use your penis for so long. So these yeah. people have to find a life afterwards. And because... And this is why I don't believe in porn as like an acceptance overall. These people have more shame because a lot of people watch porn in secret. And yeah. so when these people go to get jobs, they can't get hired. Mm-hmm. Because they're someone's favorite, whoever. Porn star. Right. So it's it's very yeah, limiting. It's, it's super, yeah. And and for me, when I was working in the film industry, um, it's sort of an unspoken thing mm-hmm. that porn is not taken seriously. And it doesn't matter if rappers sleep with porn stars and actors sleep with porn stars. It's like that thing where like, you know, being too closely associated is actually a negative. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not. They wouldn't. They wouldn't elevate your career in Hollywood. People would. People are so quiet about how much porn they watch or what their habit is with yeah. sex, so it's it's a taboo in that sense. It is. So, um, 
so yeah like that's that's you know my intention uh and so sometimes i think it's it's a very interesting duality like when i look at my life and you know i constantly reflect on you know like why am i here um and sometimes i get answers and i look at the things that i've experienced and like granted you know some of the experiences if not all of them um that i considered negative uh in one way shape or form like i led myself to it you get what i'm saying like mm-hmm. in one way shape or form um so i could look at it from that perspective or i can look at it like oh these these things have led me to doing this type of work which is why i do what i do and which is why i am who i am today and which is why i have the intentions to teach um the type of um things that I would like to teach. Do you, um, you and your sisters ever talk about sex? So your mom didn't really do a great sisters, job. Do your sisters ever kiki it? Nope. Um, that's the thing about it, is too. Is that because like, you're the baby, you think? or That is. I think I think it's because I'm the baby. Um, I think it's because, like, they thought it was weird to talk about. I feel like everybody's so weird. Everybody's doing the utmost behind closed doors. Yeah, but they're so quiet about like If you're grown enough to to put it down Yeah, but like everybody's so so afraid to speak to just young adults about sex but then they get upset when the young adult ends up doing a whole bunch of just shit behind doors and they don't find out until like she's either nine months pregnant or somebody got (laughs) HIV or something. Mm. Like it's just like Maybe if you would have sat down with me and let me know the pros and cons to having sex and what's good sex and bad sex, because obviously there is a difference. Mm -hmm. Maybe I would... Being educated about it is a very important topic. That's why, Mm -hmm. shout out to my high school, Hillcrest High School, that Uh. we actually had sex education in that class. Mm -hmm. So they literally sat us down, which was hilarious because in my classroom was full of fucking jokers, Mm -hmm. including myself. But it's like there was parts of it that was very, very interesting because they would literally show us movies. Mm. They would show us movies. It's not so much about intercourse. Right. But it was just movies on, obviously, pregnancy, stimulation, like what occurs or whatever. But it was educational videos, like anatomy type of videos. Right. So it was more into that. So I'm just like, you know, in the household, I don't understand why parents... And siblings that are older than us are so fucking afraid to have this topic conversation mm-hmm. when we see it in our household the most. And I feel like, so, and it kind of boils, um, one of the things that you say just kind of like resonated with me because I couldn't control who I was like born in, like, I was fucking born. I was born into this fucking life. I was born into this fucking body. You I couldn't. Did, you did choose your parents. I mean, I, you know, like my ex would say the same thing. We chose to be here. Granted, I don't remember making that conscious choice. It's okay. You don't remember going down the birth canal either. But neither here. do I. We're here now. So granted, I chose. I chose my family. So apparently, I chose to be raised where sex was taboo, which is I've come to accept because hence why I set intentions on doing the work that mm-hmm. I intend on doing to break that, to break that chain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it's because like you're meant to. Yeah, that exactly. That's exactly it's part what, of what one of your gifts are. Yeah, that's what, what I feel that like based off my experiences that I've had, my traumatic experiences, based off the way that you know being the only boy in a house full of women, like based off sex being taboo and just like having that like ooh like oh like all that weirdness when um 
if it was ever like saw on TV with my family, like I think that all of those things led up into who I am today and why why I'm so interested in sex and why why um you know even even in college while you know my housemates was out there for everybody um it was just like you know I have I mean I had my girl but I wasn't the most interested in just like you know like one night stands and stuff I'm not saying I've done it um but it's not it didn't fulfill me you know yeah, it wasn't I, your goal too yeah I felt that there was always something more like I think it was very like it felt it fed my ego to you know have a girl come to my dorm at like two in the morning and you already know what she want you know what I'm saying but it didn't feed me that like now so you I'm not are building, not on that no, type of time no now I'm not building Damn. like now I'm not building <laughs> no type of relationship that's different girl. for a 23 year old to not be on that type of time to it's very different but i think a lot free. of that is it really different though or is it actually it's just we're so used to yeah that's what i'm saying like it's followers. different there you go that yeah. and it's it's there just different because in my time because obviously we're all in different age ranges so i mean we have the same generation me and alexis but at the same time it's like she grew up differently, surrounded by different situations, similar problem, um, situations as myself. But it's just like, during my time when I was 23 years old, it was so... It was so different to hear someone, and it's still different to me, because at that time, it was so common for everyone to be like, sex, 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 right? And it was more like, one night stand and freedom and have fun and don't take everything so serious and blah, blah, blah. Time for that. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's so different for me to I hear that. My it's hurt. like a fresh breath, <laughs> right? It's a fresh breath to hear it from you who just now is in the 23, 24 range and you have this perspective and like this image on how you want things to go in just relationships in general. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to think that was it us who changed that for you? Mm, I see. You know? I think... Um, because I, I, we was fucking around so goddamn much. Y'all niggas is on the part where y'all just like, I don't want all that. Y'all doing way too much. Single parenting like, and all that. Was it us like the woman? You know? No, just... just or like you Male and female. Versus. No, no, no. I'm just saying oh. in, as a general statement, like, oh. we, in the age range that we are in... Oh, I see, I see. In our time, when we were 23... Oh, was... We oh. was doing different shit. We was just fucking around. Like, oh, we I see. Was, no, it was like, yeah, I see what you Yeah, mean. like, we like, were was like... It, was it y'all yeah, that kind of like... What was we, that? We, we saw y'all yeah, and was like, oh, sure. no, like, I don't want to go that way. Exactly. Like, we wasn't you. thinking about how you're mean. thinking, like, taking so, things... Much more serious, and I'm not here for fucking around. I was there for fucking around. Yeah, I was all in. And sometimes I used to think that I was like kind of weird that I wasn't like right. I didn't didn't necessarily like you know a one night stand type. But I think I think that's something that we need to talk about because because we are so programmed and conditioned to be peas in a pod. Yeah, that people feel some sort of way. I I guess I just wanted to say like if everyone is doing something and you're not the and you're not the one doing it unless it's getting money and learning. In education, then don't feel like you're left out of anything. And I, I, you gotta go at I think at your that pace. I think that that um, that we mindset that. is a beautiful thing to have. Um, Who I did that. I can acknowledge that I didn't have that mindset because you didn't have what mindset? That mindset that oh, if everyone is doing it, like you should be doing it. I, yeah, I had that mindset that if everyone's doing it, then I should be doing it. Right. Um, especially because for a long time I was on a quest of what is it to be a man. 
So I'm going based off my external, what I see from other men. That's what it is to be a man. That's what it is. You got it. You got the shit out of these girls. <laughs> you got to fuck them. You got to fuck multiple of them. You got to get them mad. You got to get them jealous. You got to get, you got to make them fight you fight over you. You got to make them want your dick. You got to make them want to beg for you. All that toxic shit. All that toxic that, shit. That part. Because all, all that, because like, let's just speak about that for a minute, right? Um, so, first of all, and I think a lot of dudes won't even like admit that, like deep down. Like, I don't think they can what, get to that. Yeah, I, I don't think they can get to that. I think I mean, because I think a lot of a lot of men's actions are like they're they're driven by those things, but they yeah, like you said, they can't get to it. That that's really what they want. You know what I'm saying? Like that's really what's feeding their ego. Like they so they many men to... are so not grounded. Yeah. So many of y'all are just. Ex- excluding you it's, out of it's it just, it's just the point. world you live in I mean I think there's a lot of pressures because I have a lot of male friends platonic and um, just talking to them over the years you know each of them have their own way of finding what manhood meant to them um, one of my friends I think he did the best thing he could do was that he read a book and it, it, the book is called um, God's Purpose for Man and mm. I'm, not, I'm not interested in people uncomfortable with hearing the word God um, so if you don't want to buy if you don't want to go read the book don't read it <laughs> you know, but if you are daddyless and you know without male mentorship, proper healthy male mentorship, then mm-hmm. it's probably the best book for men. And but one of the things he shared with me in that book, um, God's purpose for men—I forget who the author is—was um, the fact that why men do what they do, mm-hmm. and even goes a little bit into homosexuality and mm-hmm. how and how. Um, a lot of men are not necessarily gay. They're looking for their daddy. Oh wow, that's very. So you have you have a percentage of men who are always, who always who have mommy issues. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the first thing people always say. Oh, you must have mommy issues. But I don't think we really think about how many men are have daddy issues. Right. You know, because, and so then if someone's listening would say, well, how does that? So besides going to go read the book, which you go read the book, God's purpose for man, it'll explain it. it the reality of the matter is, is that. Um, Men gravitate, people in general gravitate towards who they would like to be like, you know. Mm-hmm. And so if you're not getting the proper conversations, you can be gravitating towards the wrong thing. Yeah. You know, and, and but, but some men are looking for their dads in their relationships. I surely, I can surely remember, like, the only reason why I am aware of these things about myself is because the work that I've been doing lately, like with journaling, is I've been going back to that 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 year old self. And I've been like talking to him, like what, like I remember, like I really remember thinking that like me being a man was based off how many women I was with, how much money I could get, um, and how fly my clothes was, um, how how smooth I could like talk talk to a woman, you know what I'm saying? Like like oh I bet you can't get that, bet you can't get that, yo. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, oh, you, oh, you got a number word, word. You ain't, you ain't hit that. You know what I'm saying? You, you like, so comments like that at a young age, go. especially comments, comments like that at a young. What you say? Nothing. You say you love that? <laughs> Nothing. Go ahead. Oh, <laughs> she's still young. I'm chatting. I'm, I'm just chatting. It's, it's not about, it's not about shit. youth. No, I'm just chatting. I know. 
Because uh, a nigga approaching me with that some shit, I'm not. I'm not giving him no type of play. <laughs> they sliding the DMs with the same attitude, and I don't like you. Them, so I don't do that. Like you, my Girl, man. Do DMs be on fire. My DMs be stupid funny. Her DMs they, be on they fire. Stupid this funny. guy, not even this, this guy, stupid real quick funny. asked her, "Was she a virgin?" Oh my god, <laughs> it was hilarious. That people put because you know that's something that I really wanted to get into, <laughs> and I might as well just get into it. It's just uh, like, I mean, why do thought? you win? Huh? Is he finished with his thought? I'm sorry. Are you finished with your thought? I wasn't finished with my thought. Go ahead. So, I'm going to be finished with my thought now. No, no, no. Because Don't be. one of the things that, you know, Alexis be a mentioned topic. was like, so she was talking about her platonic friends and how they, um, they had to discover what was manhood for themselves. I didn't know that that was an option, that I had a choice to discover what my own manhood was until... Oh, I didn't say own manhood. I said manhood, though. Well, the reason why I don't want to say the reason why I stopped you with that with the own part mm -hmm. is because I think manhood, like womanhood, is a universal thing. I think there's there's a code in which you have responsibility. I can see that, and I know everyone is into this gender fluid nonsense and Mm -hmm. no gender role thing. I can, and I I call it nonsense. I don't I don't mean to call someone's belief nonsense. Mm -hmm. What I mean by that is like half the reason why the world is the way it is is because we lack structure and discipline. And people who don't even know what to do right have just decided that we're going to be fluid about everything. And it's like, get something right. Like, like let's 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 get the consistency of doing things correctly can, first before see. we start saying, oh fuck it, just whatever. I can see I, that. The reason why, and, and here's the thing, I, I want to emphasize this. The reason why I say all that is because we're not necessarily talking about who can make money. All right, anyone can make money. Okay, a monkey can make money if you give him a skill. We're, we're, and we're, we're talking about people stepping up to a responsibility. So I think that the the attack on gender roles comes from people not wanting to be responsible mm-hmm. for what is for what comes, for, for with, what that comes with that gender. I see. Okay, men help make babies and women carry them. So stop with the whole fluid gender role thing because mm-hmm. obviously there is a role there is a it biological, starts there. There, There's a yeah. biological role to play now whether you had the right man in your life to groom you to understand what your role is as a man is mm-hmm. different whether you had the mom to help you groom you as a woman to understand mm-hmm. what womanhood is that's different mm-hmm. but let's just not you know so when I was speaking of my male friends finding their way it wasn't own it wasn't own in that sense like them defining what manhood meant for them it mm-hmm. was them trying to understand in general, just with like mixing with the emotions, it. because women are good with emotions because we get to we, we we express ourselves. But mm-hmm. society doesn't let men cry. Yeah. Doesn't let a man like be vulnerable. You know, mm-hmm. because you know, right? So this is this is also the problem. That's another thing too, right? It, before we can erase gender roles, can straight men find their vulnerability? Mm-hmm. Before we just abandon the fact that you don't want to do whatever you think you're supposed to do as a man. So, so. Like, um, I. I'm yes, high. first and foremost. I got some spaghetti waiting on me at home. You got some spaghetti waiting on you. We thank you. Thank you to sh- thank you to Sean for a couple things. Thank you for being our first guest. Guest virginity. Here. You know what I mean? Poppin', we appreciate you spending the time. Popping popping podcast cherries. Thank you for spending <laughs> the time to get your information out of us. Yeah, and go visit this class. And, and listen, all that ses- sex talk we were talking just know that he is a professional, so we don't play none of those funny yeah. games when it comes to what we do as professionals. Yeah. We are all uh, licensed LMTs in training Very over here. So. And um, this is, is all good touch over here. It's to heal you, but 
sex is a very hot topic and it should be talked about more. That's how the fuck we got here. That's how we got here. We need to educate ourselves, educate each other so we can, you know, be healthy moving forward. And that 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 goes for whether you're gay or straight cuz everyone needs to uh to, to have healthy relationships.